Welcome to the B-Side Boys Podcast. Who do you think you are? I am! An Iowa rugby podcast. Okay, I didn't know that. Well, now you do! With your host, Mr. Gray. Big meaty man slapping me. And Philly V. I am untethered and my rage knows no bounds! Brought to you by Rotor Epoxy. This is the adult tour, which means you can drink if you want, and we can say whatever the hell we want. <laughs> so there I was in the Wombat Den by myself, Mr. Gray. So here's what's happening. We're going to talk to Lane Prusner from Arkansas State Rugby. He's playing a little sevens this summer out in Denver. Philly V couldn't make it tonight. But we're going to have another episode later this week with Phil where we talk about a lot of happenings in the state of Iowa and talk about club rugby nationals in the United States. A lot of cool things happening. We also want to recap the Intracity Sevens draft up in Mason City. We weren't able to make it there. Life happens. We'll talk about it. But we are going to talk to Lane Prusner. Really cool interview. This guy started his career here in Iowa, in the Iowa Youth Rugby Association. He's off doing big things. That's a name you're going to want to listen for because, hey, you might hear it in the MLR draft next year, or you might hear it somewhere else. Who knows? But great kid, great interview. Let's check it out. This interview is brought to you by Tighthead Brewing Company. Tighthead Brewing Company is a craft brewery located in Mundelein, a suburb of Chicago. Their brew pub is a neighborhood institution where friends and families can meet up and enjoy great music, wonderful company, and the best beer in town. Since they opened their doors in 2011, they've poured their heart and soul into every glass. Stop in and taste what they're talking about. Also, if you are not from Chicago, make sure you go to your local grocery store, liquor store, restaurant, bar, pub, whatever. Ask the bartender, ask the owner, ask whoever runs the place for Tight Head Brewing Company beer. They distribute through Dahl Distributing. You can drink it in Iowa. It is found in Iowa. And oh yeah, the name Tight Head. Bruce played rugby for 13 years, mostly as a tight head prop. Bruce is the owner, founder, and master brewer. The tight head prop is a position that involves being in the front row of the scrum, supporting the hooker. The explanation is too long for this story, but we encourage you to research and understand the origin of the name and become a fan of not only the beer, but the sport it represents. Enjoy Tight Head Brewing Company. All right, and we are joined with Lane Prusner. Lane, how you doing tonight? Doing great, man. Hey, thanks for joining us. This interview is brought to everyone by Tighthead Brewing Company. And so, Lane, first things first, uh, you played rugby. You started your career in Iowa, in the Iowa Youth Rugby Association. It's taken you to a lot of different places, and you're continuing into the senior men's side. So, first of all, I just wanted to ask, you know, what are you up to right now? So, yeah, uh, currently I'm just out in Denver uh, for the summer. I'm playing out with the Denver Barbarians for their uh, sevens team. Uh, yeah, I've just I got one more year of school, so I decided why not try to travel a little bit, and I got this opportunity to come out here, so I went with it. Nice. I, that was the thing. I didn't know where you were at with your school and kind of how much time you had left. That's cool that – you know, you have that summer break, and then you find a very high-level club. And, I mean, obviously high-level. They just won the national title today in D2. Did you watch that match? Yeah, we had a little thing at the 
the house I'm staying at and watched it. Nice. Who else are you staying with out there? Anybody else we might know? Oh, yeah. Dakota Southworth or Chuck. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, good little player. Yep. <laughs> no, that's awesome. So, yeah, how did you end up with the Denver Barbarians? What was it that led you out there? Were there other clubs that were talking to you? Because you're playing for Arkansas State right now, so how do you end up in Denver? Uh, so, basically, this actually kind of goes back to Iowa Central. Uh, obviously, Chuck or Dakota. Yep. He was the assistant coach there, and he's not coaching at Iowa Central anymore. I don't know if that's official yet, but that's basically what's happened. But mm-hmm. uh, Brent Nelson from Iowa Central, he like kind of like he sent Gus Sokol. I don't know if you guys talked with him at all, but uh, out here last year, and mm-hmm. then he's like Chuck wanted to go somewhere and play rugby because he's I mean he's out of school and everything, and Brent sent him like a, their rugby rent scholarships opportunity and chuck kind of notified me about it and i was like well it was like that'd be fun to go out to denver for a summer so right i said no yeah so whatever i'll sign up for it and did an interviewing process and ended up getting selected so yeah that's why i'm out here now that's awesome and you know shout out to gus i just saw he made a a pr7 squad so i mean that's really cool too to see like kind of the same little pathway of iowa central playing some high-level rugby, playing out in Colorado, and then now he's with PR7s. You know, thinking of the career path you've been on, and and we'll go over all the stops, but while we're talking about it, you know, is PR7s or Major League Rugby or above or higher, is that a goal for you? Or what really are you looking for right now in your rugby career? Uh, So I'd say I'm kind of undecided. MLR would be a great opportunity, but... I mean, there's a lot of, like, politics going on with it, with players getting paid and mm-hmm. the, how oh, I guess I can say it, the security of being a rugby player in the U.S. Oh, yeah. is not the greatest, greatest right now. So I'm still deciding. Uh, I definitely would like to at least go for the draft after my this next year of school. Mm-hmm. But nice. if I end up choosing something else, I might, you know, just see if I can stick with, like, a, you know, Denver Barbarians, if I like it enough out here, I might come out here. They've been great to me so far, so I've been really enjoying it or joining another men's club, maybe going back to Iowa. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, if you're ever in the West Des Moines area, you could always be a wombat. I don't know. You just you <laughs> never know what happens. I don't know. You and Chuck yep. both, whatever. We'll, we'll keep that door open, but I feel like you got some big stuff coming up here. And like you said, you got one more season with Arkansas State. We're kind of working backwards here. So tell us about Arkansas State. That is a huge program. Uh, one of the top programs in the country. Uh, why Arkansas State? And tell us about it for people in Iowa who, you know, don't know about their program. Because I know a lot of people, when they think of colleges, they think of, like, college football program. That's how they know the name. So a lot of people might not be familiar with them. So tell us a little bit why you chose them, and then what is it like down there? So Arkansas State, uh, what I consider is, or we just, we're switching conferences this next year, but the last con- this last year and year before I played there, uh, I'd say it probably competes in the most competitive conference in the U.S. Mm-hmm. with Linwood, Life, and Davenport yep. as well. So when it comes to D1 rugby, I think it's the you know top of the top basically. And uh, how I ended up getting down there, I mean, I was studying. I was at Iowa Central previously, and I was studying to become an engineer. So I was doing my gen ed courses, and 
I began looking up colleges that had uh, just engineering degrees. And Arkansas State is one of the very few that's like a varsity program that also provides engineering as well. So that's how I decided to go down there. Nice. And and Jonesboro is a great place. I mean, you get the uh, kind of like that college vibe. They have a football team. They really like involved in athletics. So that's really uh, a lot of fun. Nice. And yeah, so uh, the town Jonesboro. I mean, it's in the swamp. So I mean, I know a lot of kids in Iowa like hunting and. Jonesboro is probably the capital of duck hunting, so that's a oh nice. That's definitely a plus. But yeah, it's a lot of fun down there. Nice. How'd you guys do this past year? So this year was kind of a difficult year for us. Uh, just we didn't get a lot of players in. Uh, um, I guess some guys' focus were off, and it was kind of frustrating. Uh, we played a lot of tough rugby. Like we played Lanewood and Life pretty close. Mm-hmm and got pretty close to beating them but never really came out with a win but yeah it it was still still a good season it was just things just didn't go our way i'd say right well and it's like you said too i mean you're playing against the top programs in the country because who didn't lindenwood did they win the national title in your guys's division too i mean like oh they uh they won the mid-south conference navy won the uh, title. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Navy. That was an insane match against Cal, oh, right? Yeah, that was that, a great match to watch. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, I mean, it's just, yeah, every single match you guys play, I mean, you're playing against the best, and there's guys on every single roster that are going to be playing high level for years to come. Uh-huh. So there's no there's no easy weeks. There's no cupcakes. I mean, you guys are against the top talent, so um, definitely. And, yep. you know, like you said, too, you were, you were at Iowa Central before that. And a lot of times we're seeing in our Iowa High School Youth Rugby Association, a lot of the top talent in Iowa is making that stop at Iowa Central before they go on to something else. So tell us about your time at Iowa Central. What was that like, and and why should people consider going to Iowa Central right out of high school? Yeah, I loved my time at Iowa Central. I had a lot of fun, met a lot of great people. Uh, Obviously, that freshman year, we ended up winning the D1 date. D1AA National Championship. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met some of my best friends there. I mean, I'm still with Chuck, and we've known each other because of Iowa Central and been best friends since. And now we're traveling around, playing rugby together. So, yeah, it's a really great opportunity. Iowa Central is a college. Like, you got a lot of opportunities to either go there for two years and transfer to a, a four-year school. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get that cheaper cost. It helps out a lot of kids in Iowa. And then you still got all those uh, two-year degrees, like all the trades. That's also like a really good opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. And the coaching staff was phenomenal. I've honestly, I got to give a lot of credit to them for like developing all my skills and like getting me prepared for the next level of collegiate rugby. So yeah, no, Iowa Central is a great place to be. And I really encourage kids in Iowa that, hey, if like, Football is like kind of iffy, and you try out rugby in high school, and you end up loving it like I did. And you get this opportunity to kind of stay in Iowa for a little bit and play some high level rugby. Iowa Central is a great place. So, was that how you got into rugby? Were you at Ankeny and you didn't know much about rugby, and someone told you to try it out, or 
Like, what what did that look like for you? Because you're saying like, you know, hey, if football's not for you. Um, you know, give rugby a try. And I know like uh, I'm one of the coaches at Valley right now, and a lot of the guys uh-huh. this past season that we got were football players who, you know, hey, I like football. I want to play at the next level, but it might not be football or it might not be at the level I wanted for football. And then they come out for rugby and they find that they love it. And now we have four guys from Valley all going to Iowa Central, like kind of the same thing you said, where it's like, hey, this is pretty awesome. I get to stay in Iowa, low cost, all these opportunities. So how did you get into rugby when you first started? So when I first started, uh, I started playing in eighth grade, which was kind of unheard of back then. I'd say this is back in 2015. Oh, yeah. I'd say. Wow. So being an eighth grade rugby player, there's not many of us. And I'll give it kind of like the, you guys just had him on the show the other day, Tyler Cahill. Mm-hmm. Me and him went to the same high school and we, uh, in eighth grade, we just like kind of, I don't know how we got wind of it, but we saw maybe like an advertisement in school. Okay. And we just saw it and we're like, Hey, let's, let's just screw it. Let's go and try this out. Oh, wow. And then we, we, we ended up going and we ended up like falling in love with it. Tyler ended up getting a concussion eighth grade, but he ended up coming back out sophomore year. So, and obviously he had a lot of success with Iowa State. So we ended up playing, and I'd say when I decided to play rugby in college, it was my when was it? Probably in the beginning of my senior year. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like most, like uh, so I mean, I was a three sport athlete. I did football, wrestling, and rugby, mm-hmm. and. Obviously, most Iowa kids, when you play football, you know, you have those dreams of playing football in college. Yep. But uh, just like going through high school, um, I guess I kind of got drained from football. And also, um, I was kind of undersized for my position to play at a collegiate level. Mm -hmm. So I was an offensive line, defensive lineman, but I was six foot, 230 pounds. So that was just not the opportunity wasn't looking great for me to play at a collegiate level in football. Yep. So I ended up like really falling in love with rugby. I had a lot of success at uh, Ankeny Centennial. Did a lot of great things there. Captained the team for three years. And uh, yeah, my senior year, I I mean, I got in word. I think I sent something like like a recruitment page to Iowa Central. Mm -hmm. And then Brent got in contact, contact me probably the day right after I sent that in. I was like, yeah, yeah, I was just interested. And literally probably three or four months after I did that, I was just like, I was like in school and I was like, oh, I just want to commit to Iowa Central right now. And <laughs> I, <laughs> it's like, I ended up doing it. And yeah, from there, I just, yeah, ended up starting my collegiate career playing at Iowa Central. Learned a lot of things. It was great. Nice. And was that when Ankeny was split between like Ankeny Hawks, Ankeny Centennial for rugby? Yeah, so I played on Ankeny Centennial, and gotcha. yeah, we were split. So I had Ankeny South and I had Ankeny Centennial. Gotcha. And did you play with Julian Hall? Julian Hall, he was a senior when I was in eighth grade. So okay. I didn't get to play varsity with him. I only played JV. Gotcha. Because I was trying to, like, figure out the timeline. Because I, I feel like, too, with a lot of you guys who go to Iowa Central, like, it's hard to remember. Like, because, I mean, it's two years, and then you're on to something else. So it's kind of hard to, like... 2015 like to remember where people were at during that so okay yeah nice nice yeah because i remember juju played for centennial too and i couldn't Mm -hmm. remember when they switched back to one club to kind of build those numbers up but they're doing 
great. And the high school team has another Cahill on their team. And I know when we played against them in State Valley and Ankeny this year, uh, that younger Cahill brother, he kind of did some Cahill stuff and cut us yep. up. And he's a he's a great player too. And, yeah, it's crazy to think that one flyer got the two of you out and now you both have won national championships and – it was just on a whim, like as eighth graders, like, yeah, let's give it a go. That's yeah, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I always think too, because I, like I've been around for like 15 years and I'm like, flyers don't work. And so I'm glad you said that because I don't believe in them because it just seems like people see it and they just walk by. But man, I mean, to think that if you guys didn't see it, who knows what would have happened? That's uh, that's pretty crazy. So um, who are your coaches in high school? So... Actually, I'd say the one coach that was there the whole time for my high school career was Dennis Oliver. Mm-hmm. He was there. I had Evan Sunday yep. for the first three years, and then he went up to coach Iowa State for a while. Mm-hmm. Then I had a few other coaches. Coach Brown, last time I checked in with him, or that was back in high school, he was a music teacher at one of the junior highs in Ankeny. Oh, Adam Brown? Adam Brown, yep. Yep, I, I played he with him up at U and I. Yep, yep. He coached me a little bit. Uh, Ray Ray. Yep. He coached me towards the end of my high school career. So, yeah. Nice. I had a bunch of guys uh, help me throughout my high school career. That's awesome. Uh, who would you say are some of the, like, I don't know, most influential players that you've played with? Like, guys you look up to or guys you model your game after? Because, again, you know, going from Ankeny – and then to didn't you play with Era too, the Eagle Impact Rugby Academy? Was that I guess yeah, before you answer that question, like Era, was that kind of something where you noticed like, hey, I could really have a shot at doing something with this? Mm-hmm. So Era is my, I guess, like first taste of fifteens style rugby. Nice. So I mean obviously Iowa high school is all sevens and they're starting to just start up do like more fifteen stuff, but yeah, Era is like my one I guess, like, chance to learn 15s before I got to Iowa Central. I did that the summer before I went, and I actually did a tournament out here in Denver. So, yeah, now I'm back out here. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I, Denver's one of those places, too, where even if you weren't playing rugby, I feel like a lot of people in Iowa or even just the Midwest are like, hey, I need to move somewhere. Denver's the spot, and the fact that you have a really successful rugby team that wants you to play there, it's like – it's a good excuse to be out there, but it's a really cool place, really cool town, cool people. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Um, but, yeah, so who are some of the most, like, um, influential people you played with? Like, anybody you look up to or try to model your game after or just really respected? I mean, you've you've played at a lot of high-level places and probably had some really cool teammates. Are, are there some guys that, like, you look to as, I don't know, kind of like a leader that you kind of follow? Oh, uh, yeah, so my time at Iowa Central, my freshman year, we had a really great captain. He just graduated from Lindenwood, uh, Reese Smith. Oh, I yeah. I remember that name. Yep. Yeah, he, he, was a, he was just a great leader, and I looked up to him a lot. And uh, I guess not necessarily positional-wise. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess as an American prop, you kind of have to look outside of America to get those role models. Yeah. But just as a rugby player, yeah, I looked up to him a lot my – my good friend, uh, Hugo Menard, he played fly after us. So, yeah, those guys, I mean, they meant a lot to me back in Iowa Central, and I still keep in touch with them. Nice. Yeah. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Nice. Um, and, and then I guess, you know, as you're looking ahead to this last season with Arkansas State, you know, are there any other players that we should look out for in the MLR draft or um, any big names coming into campus or just Anything we should look out for for next fall for Arkansas State? Well, for Arkansas State, let's see some big names. Or just uh, say, just got... or just say it's you. You're the guy. <laughs> yeah, you can watch me. <laughs> look out for me, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I know we got a lot of great young talent at Arkansas State right now. Uh, this last year, we only graduated from the starting roster or the starting twenty-three. We only graduated one guy. So, oh wow. So we're looking to have a pretty big season this upcoming season. Uh, we just switched conferences. We're now in the Red River Conference. Okay. So now we're playing. We're still going to be playing Linwood, Life, and Davenport. I don't know if we're playing them twice a year anymore, but I know we're playing them at least once. Yeah, because they they left. Lindenwood and Davenport left for the Great Midwest the Mid- Conference. Yeah. It's like a new conference, so... I'm guessing yep. you guys probably just play them once in like a non-conference. Would yeah, I guess? be like a, I guess like a friendly. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, and then life went Big East. Oh wow. Yeah. So that conference is massive. Yeah. Right. Uh, so yeah, we're in the Red River Conference, so we'll be competing with like all the all the Texas schools, Oklahoma, Texas. Yeah, Texas A&M is probably the big one there. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, it's gonna be an exciting exciting season. I feel uh, like, though, you guys, I mean, no offense to those clubs, but from the teams you were playing against in your conference to this conference, again, no offense to them, but just to speak to Arkansas State, I feel like you guys are going to run through that conference. I don't know. Is that kind of the expectation that, like, you guys really got to hold yourself accountable every single week and really, you know, rise to the occasion to play your style? Um, I don't know. I don't know. That seems like... That's a wildly different conference. That's interesting. Yep. Uh, I'd say, like, obviously, got to keep humble with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely not the same level that we're used to playing at. Right. Uh, 
that's kind of why we're still setting up games with Linwood and Life yep. to keep that level up. But just like I say financially-wise, it's a better opportunity for us. Oh, yeah. Uh, just a lot closer teams, easier travel. And I'd say, I mean, give respect to the teams that we play against, but, yeah, we definitely still need to prove ourselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. Definitely. And uh, to go back to what you're doing this summer, you're playing sevens, you're in Denver, but also, too, you said you play prop in 15s. So, you know, talk me through this here. How how in the world is this happening? Like, are you, like, one of the most fit props in America? Like, because I also play prop, but we're built probably a little bit different. Um, I play social sevens where I'll play for 30 seconds on offense. I play zero defense, <laughs> and I walk off the field – during live play but it's a little more social like <laughs> what are you doing to be able to play prop and in sevens to be a guy like what's happening here <laughs> so i mean i kind of like get uh how could i say get prepared for it i start i start losing weight obviously i'm not gonna be playing sevens at like 250 pounds which mm-hmm. is what i'm usually at so right now i'm at like 232 so, yeah, I, I drop weight to play sevens. I definitely, if I was 250, I definitely could not compete at sevens at a high level. So is that your wrestling background, like, coming into play where you're like, all right, I got to cut weight. I'm, I'm putting on the sweatsuit. I'm, uh... <laughs> I wouldn't say I get as hardcore as I did back in wrestling, but uh, definitely just watch what I eat. Uh, I mean, seven practice isn't like enough conditioning for me i mean it makes me drop a bunch of weight anyways yeah so yeah that helps out nice now that's it's just funny like because yeah i feel like most props or guys in the tight five are like oh cool it's seven season that means it's my off season and uh we'll see you guys in the fall so that's really cool you do that and that's probably got to be nice too to go back to your roots you know you started with sevens um, that's one thing I think nationally people notice is when we send people off to college or people go out of state, they really notice our big guys have ball handling skills because they have that sevens background. Would you say uh-huh. that's really helped your game or have people noticed like, man, for a big guy, you know how to handle the ball? Is that, or are you just playing at a high enough level where it's just expected that you can handle the ball that way? Yeah, it's, it's definitely expected, mm-hmm. but I do got to give a lot of credit to the, like, playing sevens in high school uh, I think when it comes to developing like younger players I'd say sevens is a better route just because I mean you're getting every player more ball in hand like opportunities more mm-hmm. decision making opportunities mm-hmm. and 15s I mean you kind of I mean you still have those uh, I guess those options but it's more structured right? to where you like already know what you're supposed to do but sevens you get to decide like are you gonna pass the ball are you gonna cut back inside Mm -hmm. all those definitely do you uh follow along with what happens with the ankeny team uh in the high school sevens do you keep in touch with those guys or do you kind of keep tabs on them or is that just something since you've moved on that you kind of just see it on social media every here and there or do you reach out to them I, i still uh keep up with them like on social media and unfortunately this year i didn't go to the state championship but uh last year i did just to watch and mm-hmm. support the ankeny boys you know i still keep keep with my grassroots and still cheer them on nice yeah no that they're 
but it's crazy how much the league has changed just from when you played to to now the the level of players it just keeps getting better and better and yeah it's, it's cool too to see you know all eight teams that made it to state this year in the 2a could have won the title and i mean ankeny was right there with everybody and and then lincoln uh they were the sub-state winner for 2a which means that they played for the 1a title and they ended up knocking off number one Bondurant, and they got uh-huh. runner up in the 1a tournament so it's just crazy to see like how uh-huh. much talent is there and and how many guys are going to play at the next level it's it's really cool to see and and also too it's crazy so i used to work with one of your wrestling coaches, Evan Johnson, EJ. Yeah, EJ, yeah. <laughs> used to have lunch with him every single day at Hoyt Middle School. And the the craziest thing about him, he's the head coach of Clear Lake Wrestling right now. And I keep trying yeah. to get him to start a high school rugby team up there. And I'm working with the guys from Mason City to try to send somebody over there. And I think it's going to happen. And he seems like a guy who really would uh, fit the rugby culture. There was a day uh-huh. one time... Um, we had a banquet for Bremer County Rugby up in Waverly, and it snowed like two feet, and we got stranded up there. Well, Evan was up there visiting his brother, and so we were stuck up there for like three days, and we couldn't drive back to work. So we just ended up partying like for three days straight, <laughs> and he was partying with like all the Bremer guys, and we're just like, dude, you would love rugby, and he was just like, oh, I don't want to get hurt, and it's like look at you like he's a madman soft ej hopefully he listens to this i hope so too but i don't know we're we're 20 minutes into this he probably doesn't have the attention span for it i don't know (laughs) but the one thing i will say that i'll never forget about him he used to eat this lunch probably two or three times a week where he would take a cold tortilla shell and he'd put a cold tuna packet on it with a slice of craft cheese and then he would roll it up and before he would take a bite, he would take ranch dressing, dip it in, his, or he would like drop a dollop of ranch in his mouth. Then he would take a bite of the tuna cheese wrap and eat it together that way. He didn't put the ranch on the wrap. He, he ate it <laughs> after his mouth. Jeez. That sounds, that's about the most iron thing I've probably heard of. <laughs> yeah, you probably didn't take cutting advice from him. <laughs> yeah. yeah oh, that's funny. Yeah. Now I'm I'm hoping he gets he gets rugby up there sometime. Is uh, coaching rugby is that something that interests you at all? Do you think maybe down the road because you have a you have a whole career worth of playing rugby? I mean this is way down the road, but do you think you'll ever get involved in coaching or like high performance flex side or even high school or college? Yeah, definitely. When uh, I mean, yeah, obviously this will be a lot later in mm-hmm. my career, but yeah, I'd say I definitely have a lot of knowledge with all the teams I played for and all the coaching I've received. And I definitely would like to pass that on to younger players. Mm -hmm. And I, wherever I end up, hopefully I can do something there. And I mean, I I would even like to come back to Iowa and just like kind of help kids learn more about 15s and develop front row skills. I've, I've taken a lot of time to learn what I know and uh, yeah, I'd like to give back and, maybe hopefully coach my own team one day. I'll just see where this goes. That'd be amazing, man. I always feel like too, you know, when, when this league started in Iowa, so many guys had only played in the state of Iowa when they were coaching. So the fact Uh that guys are going off like you and you're learning from 
all these different places, you know. I mean, you've had some great coaches at Iowa Central, and then you're at Arkansas State, and then now in Denver, and then wherever you end up after that. If you can collect all that and bring it back to Iowa, the ceiling of knowledge in Iowa only gets better. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So yeah. I, I think that would be huge. And, you know, if if that happens or wherever you end up, that would be amazing to share with kids. And, and keep an eye out next spring. I don't know, man. You might see some high school 15s in Iowa. Keep keep your eyes uh-huh. open. So if you're around, there's some there's some people trying to work on some stuff. So hopefully yeah, we see that soon. That. Try to get into that high school championship or those playoffs. Yeah, that's kind of the mindset is, uh, I don't know if you know Casey Hansen. He's working with oh, the yeah. Iowa Selects, and he was talking about trying to get something together next year because he thinks we've got the talent to compete in those high school championships, and I do too. So who knows? Yeah, we'll see. I do as well. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you for joining us, and you know, good luck this summer. We'll be keeping an eye out on the seven circuit for you know denver and then we'll be looking out for arkansas state this fall and you know before the mlr draft happens we'd love to have you back on Uh to just kind of check in see how you know the past couple seasons of sevens and 15s went for you and as you're prepping for that if you want to come on back we'd love to have you back on man yep all right thanks for having me man yeah good luck this summer man yep thank you yep we'll see you see you And now let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors. Convergence Acquisitions LLC is an organization dedicated to providing their creditor partners with a compliance solution for accounts receivable portfolio sales and servicing they enable for their clients to focus on their core business and provide them with a reliable partner they can count on to acquire distressed portfolios. Through over 30 years of accounts receivable management experience, they have developed processes and procedures to recover account portfolios while exceeding compliance expectations. They have partnered with well-respected law firms and other recovery vendors to create an ideal solution for their partners. Convergence Acquisitions evaluates and acquires portfolios including credit card, retail card, consumer loans, auto loans, draft deposit accounts, EMS services, and more. For more information on selling portfolios to use, please contact our business development team at 855-200-6096 or via email at acquisitions at convergenceacquisitions.com. This episode is brought to you by Rotor Epoxy, the premier epoxy company in Iowa. You need your floors looking good. You need to redo the entire shop, the locker room floor, the fire station, the man cave. Those are the guys to call. There's an infinite amount of floors that you would possibly mess with here. So whatever you need done, they can do some wicked ass designs for you. Whatever you got going on, just get it done. Get a hold of them. Infinite designs. 100% satisfaction. Rotor Epoxy. Find them online now.